Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still here After all these years After all these tears I shed Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Larry. And I'm Heather. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. It changed everything for us, but I'm still here. You are, and we are continuing our interviews today. What is it today? What? What is it today? Well, we're finding out more about Heather. Mm. And, uh... Today, we are going to talk business. Okay. Um, you, I, I, I would doubt that people really know the business side of you. Um, they've definitely heard the cancer side of you, the occupational therapist. We've talked about that a little bit and job stuff, but we haven't talked really about the businesswoman. Okay. Which you, I, I found here, I, I've been going through this and... Um, I wrote down all the titles that you've had. Oh, boy. Well, I, I think that's even more than my list. So I, I'm going to give you my list and you can tell me what I've forgotten. Okay. Okay. So this is uh, titles that you hold or have held. Daughter, sister, wife, mom, author, speaker. 20 plus year metastatic cancer patient survivor, uh, occupational therapist, coach, small business owner. Z. <laughs> what else? What, what, what other titles? I would say entrepreneur. I mean, I get that's part of being a business owner, but. Uh... Mm-hmm. At heart, that's, I think, what you are. Yeah, I would agree. Um... I do too. I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty good list. Yeah, I mean, you can always continue the list of of titles by by other means too. Like, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, besides author, I definitely I would say writer. I've written for a lot of magazines and um, yeah. published articles and things like that. So it's been more than just like the book that I did publish and the book that I'm working on. Um, so, okay. So, uh, what small businesses have you started? <laughs> um, so I, I mean, uh, I, I've started uh, quite a few of them. Um, some of them are, have been, you know, are more further along than others. Um, but the first one that I started was actually, um, really to, to speak. So, um, and it's kind of evolved over time. It was, I called it go beyond treatment. Uh, yeah. Not really true. What? That's not the first one. Would you like to help me with that? <laughs> well, well, maybe I'm wrong. What? I could be wrong. Were you a speaker or an author first? Oh, well, I guess the first version of the book was out first. The first oh, okay. thing I did was write. Because that is obviously a small business owner too. I mean, and I, you learned a ton about that. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, that's a process. I've, I've been through like different iterations of the book, you know, when I first wrote it, uh, I self-published and then we kind of went back to, I met a small publisher and we revised it, changed the title, added to it and republished it over the course of, I don't know. 
I don't know how many years was in between that. So, but yeah. Um, so I guess I, I, I also, you know, want to know with some of these, it's quite obvious, but why? Why were you an author? I just felt like I had something to say. And I felt like if it could benefit other people, again, I think the driving force between behind kind of everything I've done from a cancer perspective is I wanted to, I wish I would have done anything for the information, you know, when I was first diagnosed, there just wasn't much out there. And I, um, I mean, I think we all think our story's unique, but, but mine has been. And um, I found that it's just something I really have enjoyed. I, I, it's, it's kind of in, in many ways, I think I'm a better communicator, you know, through writing and speaking than, than even just the day-to-day -day type of thing sometimes. So I, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Okay. So now you said speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you speak about? <laughs> yeah, I've spoken about my breast cancer journey, like where, you know, what has happened to me. But I think also it's evolved into kind of um, lifestyle habits, um, mindset type of things. Um, and then, um, you know, kind of, I, I've done a lot of different things. My other big passion with speaking is talking to healthcare providers about the impact that their actions and words have on patients. Like, I'm just, I'm so passionate about that. It's such a, it can be such a trigger for me, but also, I mean, being a healthcare provider myself, I think it just, it's invaluable. It's invaluable. And as many times as people hear it and see it, I just think that I, I have the ability to convey it in a way that people understand it sometimes. And um, I don't know. I just, that's really, I know that impacts a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Keep going. <laughs> about what <laughs> those are the what other businesses oh other businesses that was the question oh. okay so um writing speaking and then in 2016 i started um a, a business based on kind of my occupational therapy um knowledge so i developed a, a weighted hat um for kids and adults with sensory needs uh, the business is called they're amazing um it, it has not grown a lot. I have spent more time on it at sometimes in my life than others, but we did a ton, a ton, a ton of, um, what, what's that called when you're doing all the different reiterations? R&D. R&D, research and design. I mean, we literally created a product that, that isn't available, you know, um, coming from the world of occupational therapy and, you know, kids with sensory needs and a lot of like weighted products. Um, everything that I found had just like sand or sandbags or rice bags or whatever. And I just hated it. And, uh, we kind of through, you know, through our process stumbled upon a few different, um, ideas and ways that, you know, how could we create basically a weighted insert you know, to, that can be flexible, huh? Yeah, go ahead. That flexible. could be flexible and durable. It wouldn't fall apart. It could be cleaned. All of the things varied, you know, like it just, and we, we created it. Like we, it took us a long time and some great friends and great um, partnerships, but 
that's something that we developed. And when I say we, I mean, you did too. We obviously, we spent a lot of time on that together. Um, so they're amazing, you know, the weighted products sit under that umbrella, but um, I also have another product um, that I haven't really launched much, but with fine motor boxes, so. Um, other businesses, <laughs> so. Welcome um, to my life, people. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's just a lot, like again, mm, I, I don't know where this will all go, but uh, our COVID project was that we started brewing kombucha and it quickly became um, something that was, we enjoyed, but we realized that we, if you could make kombucha, you could make hard kombucha. And so um, <laughs> we, we started a business um, called Coaches Hard Kombucha. Uh, we partnered with some friends and again, we have just kind of been letting that it's not really, we haven't been doing a lot with it at this point. Um, but, uh, I would love to, I continue to pursue it. I think we could blow it up and have a great, great time with it. So, and make a really great product. So Anything I think that's, else? I think oh. that's it. I mean, other than that, I might that's be all that was on my list too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the next LLC, if there's one coming would be probably to be an independent contractor so that I was working for myself as an occupational therapist. So that's not a big, big thing. So are any of those done or what? just on hold the businesses? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't I just, know. What do you want? Uh, I, in terms of passion, in terms of like, my top ones definitely i want to write and speak in podcast those are the things i love um i want to do the kombucha because i think it'd be really fun um the the ot things are probably the lowest on my list of things what i'd like to do is maybe get that to a place that somebody else could take it over that you know and and grow it themselves or something like that so you know that's interesting it'd be fun to sell a business someday <laughs> So that's, that's interesting because I mean, truthfully, you you still spend the most time on their amazing. Uh, I think I spend the most time on write like writing and podcasting and oh yeah, that's true. Things. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, I don't know if podcasting is a business for us. Yeah, well, I'm not saying I think it's part of. I'm not saying it's a business. I think it's part of of all of that, right. In terms of, um, establishing yourself and people getting to know you. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. podcasting is a great way to, um, be able to connect with people. So. Okay. So definitely three of them, well, kind of four of them. I mean, it, it seems like you're definitely somebody who, and I think I'm similar. Maybe that's why we, we click. Um, that you see a need and you solve it. You you want to find a solution to it. That there's nothing there. You have this need. There's nothing there, and you say now. And that is true of being a speaker. What you wrote about, that's what you said. You know um, that there wasn't anything out there. So I wanted to put something out there from my perspective. And yeah. and obviously the the therapy products. That's literally what yeah. there, there just wasn't good products out there. So yeah. you went to work and. And, and found something and I think the hard kombuchas definitely we there was a need it was it was COVID 
you know, there was Clearly a need. need. Yeah, definitely a market. And, and it, those people listening out there, do not judge us by what you've drank in any from any grocery store. That's right. Blow it out. <laughs> that stuff tastes like crap. <laughs> All right. Um. So my next question is, how did those businesses evolve from beginning to now? And I, I get that now they might be on pause even, mm-hmm. but talk us a little bit through, you know, from a entrepreneur standpoint, I see this problem. I, I want to try to solve this problem. Talk us, talk us through a little bit of that process. Well, I think, I think what you just were referring to is probably the most important part where I, it's not. I feel like for me, it's energizing or exciting to go, wait, there's a need. We could, we could make a difference. We could change something. We could, you know, put our, you know, conversation into like, we could be a part of this conversation, I guess would be the, you know, so, Mm -hmm. um, I think what I've learned over time, there's different things with different businesses. So I think what happened um, when I first started speaking and writing was that I, I, I had a good, like, I was good at what I did. I was, I'm a good speaker. I was, you know, when I first started, but I mean, of course you can grow and things like that. But I think like there was a, there's always been a bit of like this imposter syndrome, right. In terms of, wait a second, I'm not good enough to do this or, mm. or people don't want to hear what I have to say, or, you know, when you're working in a uh, business industry, like speaking or writing, you're constantly also being asked to do things for free and you're asked to, so you're always kind of valuing yourself, you know? And I think what's happened to me as the more that I've done different businesses and even kind of done business as an occupational therapist in terms of like negotiating wages at different places and things like that is I've just become more confident with it's okay. You can want me for free. And I, I can do that if I, if I want to, but if I don't, I I can value, it's okay for me to walk away from things. It's okay for me. I need to value myself, you know, and even Mm -hmm. just, so that's, that's been a really big lesson for me, I think. And also like as far as the imposter syndrome, it's like, I just have to kind of put that away. You know what? They're like, sure. Some people might be better than me or some people might be something else, but like I am who I am and I bring what I bring, you know? Yeah. So no doubt. Um, I think, yeah, I think women tend to struggle with that more than men do, but I, but that's been definitely something I've learned through those businesses. Um, through They're Amazing, I learned everything else. I learned literally because the, I... Not, not really the question. What? I, I really want to know, I mean, how did, how did your businesses evolve, not what you learned? Mm. Which is a different question, I think. Well, I think so. Because <laughs> some people don't know there's an evolution in a business. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. I I guess with that, I have they evolved. I mean, they have evolved, but not. They haven't like grown substantially. So, yeah, but there's there's other reasons for that. I think. I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll get we'll get to that. But. Okay, so like with they're amazing though. In terms of evolving, it literally started with, like I said, an idea 
um, some partnership with a, a startup, you know, like a, what's that called? Um, a co-working situation, which I found that most places have them. <laughs> you can, there are business accelerators. Their job is to help small businesses bring an idea to fruition. So a lot of that was just learning the ins and outs of um, what a business would need. I There were definitely some missteps. And I think a lot of them along the way, sometimes what um, it evolved in a way that, or maybe we did things that I didn't feel great about that I should have I should have been stronger in listening to myself about um, it. It I just I learned. It's I don't know. I again the word evolved to me is difficult. Like we started with nothing. We now have a product. You know, um, along the way <laughs> was a lot of different things, and it kind of went from how big is this going to be to like, am I just working? It, it you know can I be at a point where I make a quality product with a couple of other small businesses involved right now? You know so. Um, and that's, that's really where it's at. You know, we talked about partnerships with some bigger companies at times. Um, it hasn't happened and I don't, and not because it couldn't happen, but again, for me, I've realized, um, that things have to, I have to be okay with them too. Not just, okay, this is what's offered. So I need to take it. So. Hmm. Okay. So the quest, my next question is what, what lessons have you learned from each of your businesses? But I'm going to give you kind of a topic, you know, a, a subtopic of business. So what lessons have you, well, what life lessons do you think you've learned from any of your businesses? Maybe that's a tough one to start, but I think there are. I think there's life lessons. I mean, in general, I've learned, like from a life lesson, I've learned to listen to my gut. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. an intuition kind of person. I've learned that I don't have to, uh, that maybe the person that is giving me advice doesn't know enough to give me the right advice. Like it's, you know, like just because, you know, I I think I have always- Just because somebody has a title doesn't make- Doesn't right mean that they're, they're, it's right or right mm -hmm. for my business or right for me, you know? So I think that's probably been a big thing. I've learned that I love- um, I love problem solving. I love the creative process. I love the idea part of it. And I hate the day to day. Like I hate the day to day of, Hey, you got an order, you know, <laughs> like I hate that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, learn that sometimes it's friends are great. Huh? Life lesson. Friends are awesome. Yeah. Friends are awesome. I mean, make connections. Make friends, like, connections right? are so, so important. Yeah. So our, like our hat, evolved because of my friend from I mean I met him in first grade and he's in a he's in the fishing industry and he he has gone above and beyond to help us you know and but yeah and it's just so be open to that you know like it is kind of one of those things that it's like um I found <laughs> that I feel like the world of small business and and like entrepreneurship is very friendly like people do want to help you and i want to help other businesses i mean like it's just so fun to watch things grow and have people succeed way more than what i see in other you know like 
in other industries. It just, it doesn't feel like it's cutthroat competition in the same way. It's, it feels like there's room for everyone. You know, financing lessons. Oh, financing is something that I still, I mean, obviously I, I sigh at, um, I think it's easy to get in over your head. Uh, but I think you also sometimes have to take risk. So it is kind of knowing, you know, what you're willing to put out there, what you're also willing to just, you know, some of our finance, some of the money that we make in our jobs goes to things, you know, so that we can build this kind of stuff. Um, so I, you know, what? And, and this is a later question, but I think it's appropriate now. Do you think if we would have burned the boat at any point on any of these businesses, we'd be in a much different spot with it? Yep. Hmm. I do. Yeah. Okay. I do. I mean, bigger risk, bigger reward, but sometimes we, you know, we can't, I I just don't know that we've been in the position to take that bigger risk. Oh, no, no one's in a position to take that risk if you're burning the boat. Right. No one is. Right. It's literally stepping out on faith in yourself yeah. and yeah. the product. And yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about R and D lessons? Oh. <laughs> There's R and D in any business. Yeah. So any. R and D means research and design, right? I love R and D. You love R and D. Um, love we love design. I would do product. that for the rest of my life yeah. if I could. And, and, it, and what I found, one thing that I found about R and D, which may has probably changed my, um, some of my thoughts on business is like, it's in every, it's in every kind of product or every kind of field. So it doesn't matter, you know, like if we're talking to our friends who has a, you know, a wood shop and he's, there's still tons of R and D in that, in what he's trying to build. And there's R and D in, you know, kombucha and there's R and D in putting out a product, even if it's like, you're not making a product, but you're assembling it and packaging it in a way. So, as you can tell, I mean, like, that's the stuff I get. Ex- it's super fun. And mm-hmm. it's that's the kind of stuff that I love, like, where I do think you can be, sometimes you can be really creative and have a little fun with it and tie it back to things you love. And um, it also can be frustrating or it can be expensive. That can be expensive, too. Right. It's mm-hmm. not a fast process, you know, and that's where I do feel like um, I think where we're at with our businesses has I'm not so much on a timeline because I think that sometimes the process of evolving is sometimes backing off. And then mm-hmm. someday, you, the, and then you just go, no, this is what I know or mm-hmm. whatever, like kind of letting some things, you know, sometimes when you are like really at it, you do make a decision or you do come up with something that you have to use because you have to use it or whatever, you know, the timeline mandates it. You, you yes. got to go yes. forward. Yes. Yeah, I agree. What, so what about just, if this is just a general, um, what, what lessons have you learned about just the startup process? Um, if any, I mean, maybe you've already covered them. No, I don't know. I mean, like from a really simple basis, like it's not hard to form an LLC, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Nor is it expensive, you know, like um, it's, you know, buy the domain name, (laughs) if you're thinking about it, buy it, (laughs) you know, like those kind of things are like no brainer type of things for me. Um, 
I think the startup process, again, does it, it is kind of up to you on timelines, but you also have to hold yourself accountable if you really want something to get done. You, you know, there's. You have to be your own boss and bosses give timelines. Yeah. I mean, you have to come home from work and work, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, so lots of hours sometimes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Okay. So, um, in looking back at everything right now, you know, over the last 20 years of being a business person, um, what regrets do you have on moves you made or did not make? I regret, I regret that I didn't go after, you know, like, um, like especially speak, I could be, I know a full-time speaker at this point in the game. I know I could be, mm-hmm. you know, so. And do you know what that would have taken? Do you know the steps that that would have taken and didn't do them? Or did you just not know that they were there? No, I, think, I think what happened was that I just kind of part of, I, I don't love sales. I don't like to sell myself necessarily. Right. Yeah, um, we're similar there. And, and I, I was probably worse at it then than I am now. I think I'm better at it now just because I'm a little more confident, but mm-hmm. what happened really with speaking was that I was starting to, to do more and more of that. But then I got offered a full-time, not a full-time job, but a job that really mm-hmm. took up a lot of time. And it just was like, I didn't keep pursuing it in the same way. So. Okay. So. I, I, I do think you're an entrepreneur at heart mm-hmm. more than a small business owner. Yeah. Um, in some lines, but for example, in the writing and speaking realm, mm-hmm. I, I think you're a small business owner less than an entrepreneur because in that it, it doesn't really fit in, in product development, those kind of things. I, I think that's kind of your passion. Um, so what characteristics do you think make a good entrepreneur? Oh boy. I think that you, that you have, to be honest. Um, I think you have to, I think, oh, I don't know. I was going to say, I think you have to trust yourself a little bit. You have to be a little bit like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do this. You know, yeah. you have you to be willing to lead, even if, nobody's following like you know so I I guess maybe the better way to say that is I think there some independence is helpful you know I'm a pretty independent person um uh creativity or creativity within what you're you know doing it it doesn't look the same for every you know creativity is based on kind of what you're actually doing I think Mm um uh I think networking is super important as an entrepreneur like i literally today was at work <laughs> one of my colleagues was like you know everyone and i was like oh no but i listen like i listen and i connect people whenever i can and i i get a lot of joy from that like being able to you know do that kind of thing so um i don't know Willingness to just keep trying too. Some perseverance definitely helps as an entrepreneur, I think. What characteristics do you wish you had more of to um, help you in this realm? Yeah, I think or you know easier, maybe. Maybe not more of, but what came easier to you, maybe. Uh I wish I was a little more uh 
organized and like willing to dive into the details. I get, you know, I love big ideas. I don't like to record something that I did every day or whatever, you know? So, um, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that I could be better at, right. In terms of being a business owner, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, is starting a business or running a business harder? Oh, I think running one is, I, I think running one is harder. And the other thing, I mean, I think starting one is hard to a certain extent That's because right. again, you have to, you know, then there's nothing, I don't know. I, it, they both have their own challenges. I think what I've thought about though, like with small business, especially as I've watched, you know, like our one friend, his business grow is like, where's the sweet spot, right? The sweet spot is when you are finally really financially making it, but also oftentimes businesses grow to a point where they either have to be sold or they get swallowed up or whatever. Like, where is that sweet spot of we, I have my hands in everything I want to have them in, but, and off of everything I don't want, like mm. there's that, there's a period of growth for most businesses that is some, and I think it's, a, it, you know, for some people, it's really hard sometimes to even contain growth so that you can, um, you know, have it be what you want it to be. So. That makes okay. sense. Um, I may have, we may have already, well, no, not really. What are, is there anything or things that you wish you would have known before starting maybe one of your businesses? Like, God, I wouldn't known that. Is anything like, <laughs> I mean, when I, made I a one of the things like, even honestly, with the speaking and writing, I, it would have been nice to know, yeah, you're going to be healthy in another 12 years. You know what I mean? Like, you're still going to like some of that again, because that business is based on really me still being here. You know, now I don't worry about that in the same way. It doesn't mean that I don't worry about cancer occasionally, but it's not again, that's kind of part of that imposter syndrome in terms of yeah just you know what go so so yeah you know like let's let's say you're you're starting another they're amazing mm -hmm. from scratch type of thing and uh you, you're you're literally starting from scratch but you know everything you know now mm -hmm. i'm saying what what things do you think would have sped things up ridiculously um i just think i know the process I, I just don't have to like do the research so much in terms of how to establish a business or even what's you know what i it, if it was a similar business like what to kind of focus on more like we need a product versus this you know or some of those things and some of the things that i didn't always get told the right thing or spent too much money on whatever maybe a logo and things like that where i could have just you know what all that so i think that stuff has been i'm a lot more confident in that kind of stuff and i think that kind of came has come out too as we've done coaches and our friends who are who've not owned a business before i think sometimes you know that to me is just like yeah we got to do this 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 versus wait a second you know um yeah. 
you know, that kind of stuff. And even, I mean, like you teach business law, so you can talk about this, but like a business plan, like, okay, a business plan, I think there's great value to them and you need them for a loan and things like that. But they're also complete and utter BS. They are your best guess on the day you do them. You know what I mean? And so don't be intimidated by things that people tell you and people will try to scare you. I mean, like, because other people aren't willing to take a risk, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Some people are meant to go work for somebody every day. Some people aren't. Yeah. And a good, I mean, that's what, again, for us, that's great that we have, that we can have both, right? The stability of you doing that, because I don't ever want to have a boss again. <laughs> right. Like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Besides me. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> so do you see yourself, honestly, do you see yourself starting another business? Oh, uh, no. Not right now. I see myself expanding and working, like really kind of digging in and working the businesses that I have. So. Plural. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do all four. Who says? There's there's literally not (laughs) enough time in the day and there sure as hell isn't enough money in the world in our finances. So what are you going to do? I'm not going to, I mean, you, again, you can't stifle me. So I can, I'm, I'm going to keep working at them. I I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I mean, for some of them. I I guess our taxes, there's not enough money. (laughs) No, I don't don't mean it like that. I mean. Okay. Like, I mean. You, you do you agree or disagree with the more focus you bring to something, the more it's going to flourish? Mm, yes, I would agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely so, have priorities. Okay, so you you only get one. What would it be? Writing, speaking, podcasting. Like I feel like those are all one thing anyway. But yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Right, they are separate. I mean, some people are just writers. Some people are just speakers, for sure, um, in your realm, or just podcasters, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, okay. I mean, but, All right. you know, a little kombucha would be pretty fun. <laughs> we I think great, you guys should do it. I we said this great kombucha. Over, I agree. And over and over. Right, and that's the thing, too. So I am in your corner. Yeah. I have a job, though. Yeah, that's fine. And again, those are the things where I go, like, I I have learned that too. And I think I've listened to that and heard that many times over the years. And I've chose to let that slow me down. But you know what, I can run at my pace and you can run it. You know what I mean? You have your passions. Also, you're spending a lot of time on officiating. And that's fine. But it doesn't mean that um, I need to like not do what I want to do. So that's where I think our marriage has worked well because we've done a very good job of supporting each other and not expecting that we have to do everything together by, you know. And the next business, I am all in on the R&D. Perfect. Because that's what I love. Okay. But as much as you aren't fired up about running a business or a small business compared to the entrepreneur side, I'm a hundred times that. Yeah. It. It makes me want to vomit to think 
that I want to have to go to work every day and make kombucha. No, you know, I get or, that. Or that kind of, or at eight o'clock at night, go make six batches and get mm -hmm. out of there at midnight because I have my, that part just makes me go, oh, oh, yeah. I love the idea. I, mm -hmm. I know we had a great product. Yeah. It wasn't perfected, but we're there yeah. on that in the, in the mass production perfection, because that is a different animal. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I can say that about every one of your businesses, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, it, I think it, the same thing would be true in Thera Amazing to, you know, attack yeah. the Finger Olympics like you did with the other stuff. And I think yeah. it would just take off and, yeah. um, or, or any of those. Yeah. It just, that part just, oh, it's, no, it's, I, the, huh? it's the salesman part. And people used to say, yeah, I don't like selling things either until I believed in a product solely. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had no problem. I'm still not there. Yeah. I know these are great products. I've seen the stuff you make and it produced and your business and it's great. Yeah. I still don't want to sell it to anybody. You no. know, I'll give it to them. <laughs> but <laughs> you just know that about me. Yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, I think uh, definitely people learned a lot about you that they didn't know right there. Okay. That was the goal. A little goal. bit of business. Mm -hmm. I said a little bit of business. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of business, bit of business. Yeah. And you're always a good story for my business law classes because you had so many. I get to <laughs> tell so many stories. My connections have now you call them too. <laughs> oh, it's great. Great for me. For sure. Makes me a better teacher. Yeah. But again, like even just things like that, you know, when I look at that, like I haven't contributed to my friend's business the way that he's contributed to mine. But I found him his accountant and he needed that badly. <laughs> so again, that's true. You know, we help each other. So Yep. All right. Well, thanks for uh doing another interview and um thanks for listening to another interview, people. And right. and uh yeah, we're glad you're here. So we'll talk to you soon. And anybody who wants to know something about Heather, put it in the yeah. comments or send her a message and uh, I will create an interview. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later. Yeah. 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 I'm still here. After all these years, after all these tears I shed. I'm still here. And I'm walking this earth like I should be. There was days that I didn't know if I would be. My feet in the ground and my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here Like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be Here we go, here we go everyone i hope you love this episode of i'm still here and i wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next so be sure to rate review and follow this show on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast especially if you found it helpful we need all the shares likes stars and love we can get we'd also love to hear from you leave your comments and questions and we'll incorporate them into future episodes have a great day